afternoon. This is Sandra Robinson from Fort Worth, Texas. It is about 6.36 p.m. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing great. Well, today we're going to talk about the different names of God and how powerful they are. Names have meaning, and the names of God specifically are very powerful. And when we are praying, it is important to incorporate these names in our prayers so that we can see manifested what it is that we are expecting and and what it is that we are praying and asking God for. We need to call on these powerful names of God. Okay, we're going to start with the basics. The name Theos means what the word Theos, T-H-E-O-S, means God. Also, the word El, E-L, means God mighty and strong. So whenever someone is feeling weak, you can call on the name of El. God has many names. Now, it doesn't mean that there's many different gods. There's only one God. He has many names. I look at it this way. God has many, well, it's kind of like a nickname. It's, it's not really, you know, that God has nicknames, but I'm trying to break it down in a way where you can understand. He has different attributes, rather, you know, uh, for instance, if you want peace, you're going to call on uh, Jehovah Shalom. That means the God of peace. If you want, uh, if you're looking for, if you feel uh, insufficient in some kind of way, or if you feel like you're not good enough, you're going to call on uh, El Shaddai. He's the all-sufficient God, for instance. So I hope that makes sense. So he has different names. So you want to call on the attribute that you need in your life. Okay, one of the well, the next word or the next name for God is El Elyon. That means the mo- God most high. El Elyon. So if you're looking for a level of, of, if you're praying about and looking for a level of humility, you want to be uh, more humble. You want to walk in humility. Then you'll call on El Elyon to help you with that. Okay. Then our next uh, name would be El Olam. O-L-A-M. Now, I'm not an expert on pronouncing some of these names. So if uh, it's not the way you pronounce it, it's okay. But El Olam means God of the ages. The everlasting God. So for those who struggle with, with God being eternal, you know, you're, you're trying to, to uh, if you're struggling with that, with seeing that or with understanding that, then you will call on uh, El Olam to help you with that, to help you to get an understanding of uh, the, the everlasting God, who he is as an everlasting God. It's for people who struggle with God being eternal with them through storms. You know, sometimes you're going through a a long storm and then you struggle with that. You know, where is God in this storm? You know, is he still with me? You know, but I don't want you to get it confused with uh, Jehovah Shammah because God is present. That's what Jehovah Shammah means. God is present. He's present with you. El Olam means that God is an eternal God. He's, He's with you for the duration. Then we have El Roy, the God who sees. Okay, a good example of that when you call on El Roy is when you, when we struggle with uh, low self-esteem or 
if we struggle with, uh, if we're wondering if God sees us, if he sees the sacrifices that we make, does he see the tears that we cry? Does does he see the uh, inequality and the injustice that we have to suffer through sometimes? He's El Roy, he's the God who sees. He sees you. There are a hundred, over a hundred names of God. And so this is very important that we as Christians, believers, learn these names. Because as we learn the names and the different attributes of God, then we uh, will learn more about him. You know, he will become more uh, real to us. So it's important to know we get to see him in a better light, uh, uh, come to know him better as we study these names. Next, we have Elohim. Elohim is God the creator. Elohim is God, it means plural, it's the the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, creative and governing power of covenant, omnipotence, and sovereignty. He is the God that is going to create for you and me. He creates peace. He can create joy. He can create a clean heart. He creates power. He creates and uh, govern that covenant with you. And he's the God who, who changes and shifts things. He's Elohim. When someone needs God to create an atmosphere, we call on Elohim. When you're looking for God to create a relationship with you, in you, to create a deeper connection with you. Elohim, hallelujah. There's a power in the ability that we have to be able to speak things and it be manifested. As a believer, you have the power to create that which you want to see by way of Elohim. Create. He is our creator and he's a covenant maker. He creates things, he makes covenant with his people. Next up is, let's see here, Jehovah. Jehovah is the eternal self-existent one. That's what Jehovah means. It means God revealed. Okay? God exposed. You can sometimes just call on Jehovah to reveal himself. Once you have an anchor in the attribute then you can apply it. You know, so you learn the different attributes of God and then you apply it. Apply it to your prayer life. Apply, apply it to your life. Especially as leaders, we, got, we have to be able to rightfully place the names of God. And we want to use these names as weapons because they're powerful. We want to use these names as weapons when we're praying. Jehovah is the self-existent one. Isaiah 43, 10 and 11 says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord Jehovah, and beside me there is no Savior. He is the God revealed. He is the I am that I am. He said to Moses at the burning bush in Exodus 3, 14 and 15. That's what he said. He said he, he described himself as the I am that I am. 
whereas Elohim is the general name of God concerned with the creation and preservation of the world, that is, his words. As Jehovah, he is the God of revelation in the expression of himself in his essential moral and spiritual attributes. All right, next we have, let's see, okay, then there's Yeshua, Yahweh, and Jehovah Sabbat, which means Lord God Almighty. All three of those names, Yeshua, Yahweh, Jehovah Sabbat. Then we have El Shaddai. Here we go again. El Shaddai means what? The all-sufficient one. It also means the multi-breasted one, the bountiful one, the shedder of all blessings. El Shaddai talks about what he has. When you feel insufficient, you call on El Shaddai. When you feel inadequate or not good enough, you call on El Shaddai. You have everything you need to become who he, God, has called you to be through El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. He's the shedder of all blessings. He has the blessings to pour or shed over you that you don't have room enough to receive. So anchor yourself in the sufficiency of God. When you're feeling inadequate, when you're feeling like you're not good enough, when you're feeling as if you can't do what God has called you to do, call on El Shaddai. Amen. The next uh, name, another name of God is Adonai, which means master or Lord. He's the Lord of Lords. When people don't know who to follow, when they don't, when they need a covering, and when they need direction, if you're praying for them or with them, you're going to call on Adonai. Let me ask you something. Who is your Adonai? Ask yourself, what am I allowing to become master or Lord over me? Is it depression? Is it low self-esteem? Or is it faith, joy, peace? What is the Lord over my life? Ask yourself that question. Your reactions and your responses tell others who your Lord is. What is it that you submit to? What is your master? Is it money? Is it your job? Think about that. Who is your Adonai? Okay, next is Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh is the one that gives you what you need. He's the provider. The Lord will provide. That's what Jehovah Jireh means. For example, the Passover lamb. Jesus, our Savior. In Genesis 22, 12 through 14, it reads, And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him, for now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. So the Lord provided a ram in the bush. So the ram was used as a sacrifice instead of Isaac's son. I mean, instead of 
of the son of Abraham. So when we call on him to bring about peace, joy, or whatever we need, we're calling on Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh provides something for you. Our greatest provision comes from God, especially when we are in a season of sacrifice, such as uh, occurred in the Bible with Abraham. God is able to give back to us whatever it is that we give to God. He is Jehovah Jireh. Next, we have Jehovah Rapha. As leaders, as ministers, we'll get a lot of people who need healing. If you're in the ministry in any kind of capacity, you don't even have to be in the ministry. People around you, people on your job, there may be people, uh, you know, in your household that need healing. And so Jehovah Rapha is the name that you will call on for healing for yourself, for your family, for your co-workers, for people who need to be healed. Healing is anchored in Jehovah Rapha. I learned in class that there are 32 stripes that Jesus bore at Calvary for us. There are at least 31 to 32 categories of sickness as well. Jehovah Rapha has taken a stripe for every category of sickness. So when we're praying for someone that's sick, then we are to apply the stripe that Jesus bore at Calvary for that sickness. Because the will of God is that we be healed. His word says, by his stripes we are healed. So we know that we are praying the will of God because his word says so. It is written. Okay. Next up on my list of names, I'm not going to go over all of them. I'm just going over some of them, some of the most prominent ones. Jehovah Nisi. When you anchor yourself in Jehovah Nisi, then you understand that no weapon, and I mean no weapon, formed against you shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard against it. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. That's what it means. Jehovah Nisi is our bulletin that rises up in front of us. It's our bodyguard, our shelter in a storm. Hallelujah. There is a, a the Lord is, is, is the Lord of, of, of this. He's our banner and he will fight for us. There is no battle that you are going to face that God is not going to be a banner for you. We are completely covered by Jehovah Nisi. Okay? The Lord will fight your battle. All we need to do is to be still. Hold our peace. Because Jehovah Nisi will cover us. That's something to shout about. That's wonderful. Wonderful news. Hallelujah. Okay, the next name of God, Jehovah Mikadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. When facing someone who needs salvation, or if it's you that needs salvation, or if it's you who who do not feel holy or saved, Jehovah Mikadesh is who you want to call on.
Even ministers, people that are in the ministry need to be cleansed too. We all need to be cleansed from something. Sometimes we run our mouths too much or we say the wrong thing and we need God to uh, cleanse us. Wherever we feel unclean, our attitudes, worship, our mouth, that's where we need to call on Jehovah Mekadish for help with cleansing. But we have to remember, we have to go to God and be honest, be real about what needs to be cleansed. We all know, we, we know ourselves, we know what it is that we need to be cleansed of. So let's just keep it real with God. Let's be honest with him. And we, we, we should ask God to help us to keep our mouths shut when we need to be quiet. All of us need help sometimes with that. Okay, we're almost finished, guys. We're just going over some of these common names of God. Jehovah Shalom is the next one, the Lord of our peace. He is the Lord who brings peace. He's the Prince of Peace. There are some things in our lives that needs the peace of God to dwell on them. And so when we're praying, we can call on Jehovah Shalom. When people feel like they are being tormented, call on Jehovah Shalom. We can command Jehovah Shalom over our children, over our homes, over an environment where there is no peace. Okay, now let's not use these names lightly. Let's not call these names if we don't know what they mean. If you don't know what they mean, just call on the attribute. You don't have, for instance, if you don't know the name for uh, peace, Jehovah Shalom, then just uh, say peace. Just say, I call on you, the uh, God, you are the God of peace. But don't just, you know, throw out, throw names out there because names are powerful. And they, especially God's names are powerful. God, God's names, they're powerful and they have meaning. So we don't want to disrespect his names. We don't want to play around with it. When we call on these names, we are going in to battle and we want to use them as weapons. Okay, the next name is Jehovah Sidkenu. That's the Lord, our righteousness. That's what Jehovah Sidkenu means. And that's that's the name we want to call on uh, when we are right before revival, where we need to be revived in holiness and righteousness. Jehovah Sidkenu. Jehovah Sidkenu is, is closely related to Jehovah Mikanesh. And I know I'm uh, messing that name up some, but <laughs> you guys know what I mean, hopefully. Jehovah M-K-A-D-D-E-S-H, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Jehovah Sidkenu, again, means the Lord our righteousness. So we want to ask God to be Jehovah Sidkenu in our lives. All of these different attributes of God, they bring us to a place of wholeness. And Sikhanu, the word Sikhanu means straight. Where is it? Where are you in your life where you need to be, where you need to straighten up? What is it that you need to straighten up in your life? Jehovah Sikhanu will straighten you up. (laughs) He will help you to straighten up. Okay. You call on him and allow him to help you. Allow him to make every crooked place straight in your life. 
okay? And then when we're praying, we can, we can even ask God, help me to stay anchored in your righteousness, Jehovah Sidkenu. Dwell in me. Amen. That's a prayer that we all need to say. Jehovah Rohi, R-O-H-I, means the Lord my shepherd or teacher. We all know Psalms 23. The majority of us do. That's a very uh, popular chapter in the Bible. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yes. So when we need God to shepherd over us or be our teacher to lead us, then we're going to call on Jehovah-Rohi. Now, this is a matter of your great submission to God to allow him to shepherd you as his sheep. And then you want to ask yourself, what, what, what do I want? Make sure that your wants are lined up in a way that you are being shepherded by God. God is the one who leads us. Jehovah-Rohi will lead me to the other Jehovah's, the different attributes of who he is. Allow him to lead you and restore your soul. And please know that you are attached to something greater than what you are going through right now. When you are attached to God, you are attached to something greater than what you're going through. Remember that. The last one on my list is Jehovah Shammah. Jehovah Shammah means the Lord is present. You are God's dwelling place. He dwells in us. We are his habitation. Isaiah 57, 15 tells us, For thus saith the high and lofty, one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Hallelujah. We are his dwelling place. The Lord is present in us. The omnipresence of God is anchored by Jehovah Shammah. And because God is present in us, we can tap into every attribute of God. If we can acknowledge that he is present, then we can tap into the fullness of who he is. And please note now that Jehovah Shammah can be present in you, but you decide if he is moving. So you can pray, Lord, I need you to be present and move some things around in my life. Hallelujah. God is always present. He's present to do whatever it is that you need him to do. And when you pray for people who feel like they can't feel God, pray Jehovah Shammah. I need you to reveal yourself to my brother or to my sister. You are an ever-present God. And that, my friends is all I got for you today. I just wanted to come on and teach about the different names of God because these names are powerful. And as a lot of uh, uh, new believers, there are a lot of new believers out there that don't know all of this, you know? And they, we all need to talk. We're all learning. 
you know, every one of us, even the veterans, we're all learning. We can learn something new every day. All of us should aspire to be lifelong learners, especially in the things of God. God is a multifaceted God, you know, so there's always something new that, you know, we can learn about him all the time. You can read uh, the Bible and the same, you can read the same verse that you read a week or a month or even a year ago. And sometimes God will reveal himself to you through that word in a totally different way. So we are all ever learning. So I hope that this has been uh, good and encouraging to you. And I hope that uh, you would start to use it, you know, in your prayer life when you're praying. Call on some of these uh, names as, as you see fit because these powerful names of God can help you to break chains and it can help you through the power of God, of course, to uh, set people free, bring about healing in their lives, even in your life, your family, your bloodline. Okay? So go in the name of the Lord. It's been my pleasure to come before you tonight and teach on these things. And until next time, be blessed. This is Sandra Robinson from Fort Worth, over and out. Thank mm-hmm. you.